Welcome to Season 5 of KnowledgeCast, hosted by Jack Williams. We're excited about this season's guest, and you can learn more about this new season along with our guest in previous seasons at jackwwilliams.com slash podcast. Now let's listen in to an all-new episode with Jack and this week's special guest. Well, welcome to our fifth season of Knowledge Cast. Uh, glad that you joined us today. If you're a first-time listener, uh, welcome. If you are one of our regulars, thanks for coming back. Well, today we're fortunate to have as our guest, Rusty Strawn. And Rusty is the CEO of Strawn & Company, which is a family-owned uh, independent insurance agency. He's a graduate of Georgia Southern, where he played golf uh, on two conference championship teams and was all-conference for two years. And then after that, Rusty kind of took that love for golf to new levels as he won numerous senior amateur golf tournaments. And in 2022, capped off his uh, golf career to this point by being named to the prestigious U.S. Amateur Golf Senior Player of the Year. So, Rusty, welcome. Glad to have you on KnowledgeCast. Well, thanks for having me, Jack. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. Well, before we get into the golf, I want you to uh, kind of quickly tell our listeners a little bit about your family business uh, before, like I said, we get into all that you've accomplished in golf. So how did how did you get started in the business? What type of services do uh, does your company provide? Well, how I got started in the business was the day after I graduated from Georgia Southern. Uh, <laughs> my my, my uh, golf game was not necessarily where it needed to be on a, on for a professional career. But my dad had actually started our insurance agency back in 1972, and we were very fortunate. And last year, in 2022, we celebrated our 50th year in business. I joined him in 1985, like I'd indicated, the day after I graduated from Georgia Southern down in Statesboro. Uh, we are a um, uh, property casualty, life and health, and financial investments uh, firm. and. Uh, we have roughly uh, fit, a little over 40 employees at five different locations and specializes in property, liability, uh, business insurance, um, life, health, and financial products. Well, uh, I know you downplayed a little bit where you were from a golf standpoint afterwards, but you had a successful, very successful golf career at Georgia Southern. And you decided, you kind of alluded to it, to postpone any future concentration in golf for a while. Uh, what what prompted uh, that decision? Was it to jump right into the business or were there other factors involved? You know, I was always fascinated by business. Uh, my, my, with my dad being in the insurance business and being a businessman in our in the community, in the community of McDonough, always that I was that was always very intriguing to me. Uh, although I love golf, uh, it's something that I I played since I was age seven. Um, I, I just, I playing collegiately and being around some very good players. As a matter of fact, my college roommate, um, is, was Gene Sowers. And oh, wow. those who don't know, Gene is a very accomplished, uh, PGA tour veteran. Um, he's also a very accomplished PGA champions tour veteran. He won the, uh, United States senior open several years ago. And as when I was playing with Gene uh, every day, practicing beside him every day, I just learned. I said, you know, this guy's got something that I don't have. Um, and it, and I know it, it may be a little bit more complicated than that, but 
those guys that play golf and they and they do it for a living, I just think they have been blessed with something that I wasn't necessarily blessed with. I, I've, I've played some very respectable golf. I've made all conference a couple of years and was fortunate to even win a collegiate event. But to take it to another level, particularly in the 80s when they didn't have like the the secondary tours like they have today, like the Corn Ferry tours and and other tours throughout the world. It, it, it made it that much more difficult. And so I just felt like, that, you know, instead of trying to uh, uh, take it to that next level, I'll just try to play amateur golf, go into the business world and, you know, and, and just see how that played out. And obviously it has. So Well, I, I'd use the term maybe late bloomer because, uh, boy, have you bloomed. Uh, I'm going to jump forward to their most recent award and that is the 2020 Amateur Senior uh, Golf Amateur Golf Senior Player of the Year. I know that that is, I believe that's determined on a some type of a point system. But tell us how that works and and what you had to do to win that prestigious award. Well, there there are a number of Player of the Year awards where it's whether it's either AmateurGolf.com, Golf Week, Global Golf, Georgia State Golf Association, the Society of Seniors. I was. I was very fortunate to become all their players a year in 2022. Um, now, has that ever been done before? Not to my knowledge, it has. It has not. Um, and it was obviously by winning the um, uh, United States Senior Amateur along with the Canadian Senior Amateur. Um, that obviously, based on a pet point system, that that just skyrocketed my points. But I also had. Um, three other national wins as well, uh, which I, maybe at, at, at the end of the day, they just uh, accumulated and collected enough points to do it. But there are also a couple of those players of the year, like uh, Global uh, Golf and uh, also the Georgia State Golf Association, where it's chosen. It's not necessarily based on the amount of points. And But uh, I was very fortunate to uh, have, have won those awards. Where, where they choose it, that would have been a pretty easy choice from where I'm uh, sitting. Well, <laughs> let's go back to, to uh, that was the most recent. Let's go back to when you started playing golf. How did you get, how did you get interested in playing golf? And, and, you know, how did you, what was the path you took to get to Georgia Southern to start with? Well, um, I started playing golf at a very early age. My, my grandfather played golf uh, down here in McDonough it, at uh, Green Valley Golf Club, which it, it was a it was a public golf course, it was eighteen holes, uh, and my dad also played golf. Um, and so, it I think it must have been my birthday uh, when I was age seven. Uh, he, my mom and dad bought me a set of Chichi Rodriguez Junior set of clubs. Oh man, you couldn't you couldn't lose with that. <laughs> so it was I, re, I remember it because it was a. A five iron, a seven iron, a nine iron, a driver, and a putter, and uh, an old canvas bag, and gave me a bunch of balls to hit in the backyard, and I just I took to it immediately. It was just something that I loved to do, um, but also too it it allowed me to to grow close to my dad. You know, it was something that he did, and he did very well because he actually played golf at um, at West Georgia College, and then went on to Georgia State. And played on their golf team as well. So I've got a little bit of DNA there uh, from from the college golf perspective. But um, it, it is like I said, it started 
at age seven. Now, as time went by, junior golf back in those days, back in the in the late in the seventies and early seventies and late seventies, it's nothing like it is today. Um, it was the, the the junior tournaments and and championships. They were far few and far between. You may have like a you may have had like a Georgia State Golf Association Junior Championship, the Atlanta Junior Golf Association, but that and that that had not even fully developed yet. So uh, there may have been a, just a handful of of tournaments out there. But today they've got the um, Southeast and Junior uh, Golf Tour. They've got the Hurricane Tour. They got the American Junior Golf Association. There's just abundance. Of, of junior golf tournaments out there. And of course, you know, you've got the uh, internet today that, that gives you all that notoriety. And it, it, that just wasn't the case back when I was coming up. But, you know, I tried to play in a tournament here or there. If I played in our junior club championship at our club, and I remember Griffin, uh, Griffin Country Club down in Griffin, Georgia, had a junior tournament. And I'd play in that. But I'd have to say it wasn't until the Atlanta Junior Golf Association was formed back in the mid to late uh, 70s where that I really became involved in junior golf. And uh, and I can remember like it was yesterday, a, a little flyer or a little pamphlet came in the mail from the Atlanta Junior Golf Association. How they got my name, I had no idea. And when it came in, it, it had the opportunity. You could play in like eight or 10 junior golf tournaments in Atlanta. And the courses like Druid Hills, Atlanta Country Club, Atlanta Athletic Club, and even some of the courses down on the south side of Atlanta where I live um, opened their golf courses up to junior tournaments. And so it made it, I, I was really excited about that. And, uh, and it gave me something that I could work toward. Well, those were some premier golf, or still are, premier golf clubs uh, at they that were. time. And, and, and we were very excited because, I mean, I, let's face it, I was I was came from a, from McDonough, which was at the time, it's not what it is but today, which is the traffic capital of the world down here on I-75. You got that right. There was nobody around. And uh, to have the opportunity to, to play at those bigger name clubs was certainly a privilege. And and to be honest with you, I, I kind of felt like I was out of my league. Um, but, you know, my dad always said, he said, you put your pants on just like everybody else. And I think that's where I learned it, to be comfortable. Well, you've, uh, you have made, I believe, five holes in one. Yes. Uh, when did the first one occur? Uh, boy, I mean, I'm, I'm still, of course, waiting for mine, and, and I will still be waiting for mine. But <laughs> tell me about how that happened and, and the feeling that came over you when, when you had your first one. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm correct you there for a second. You, you were right. I did tell you five, but I've actually made six. And, oh. and, but, the, but the first one I've made by myself. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's it's like, and, and, and at the time I was only 11 and I was playing by myself and I made a hole in one on number four at Green Valley. But, you know, the, the credibility of a, of 11 year old telling somebody <laughs> you made a hole in one didn't go very far, but I truly did. I made a hole in one on the on number four at Green Valley. So technically I have had six, but I tell you, my, ne my next, um, Hole in one did not come until the 20 years later. And I made that one at the signature hole up at Baltusrol. 
and I had I was in a foursome with four other caddies. So I had eight of us to uh, <laughs> to verify that. So what, a, so what a great place to have it too at that course. It was. It was. It was really good, and it was worth the wait. So it was a lot of fun. You're talking about playing with caddies. I, I'm not a good golfer. I enjoy it, but I was playing one day where we had to have caddies, and this one guy was worse than me. And his caddy was, you know, he realized he was in for a long day, and he uh, hit a ball. And he asked him. He said, uh, "You think I can get there with a five iron?" And his caddy said, "Eventually." <laughs> and I said, <laughs> and I said Man, "He could have told me that one as well." Well, you know, you alluded a little bit earlier about the the, the uh, U.S. senior amateur and the Canadian senior amateur, but in in 2022, you you won five senior amateur tournaments, had five runner up finishes, and seven top ten finishes. I mean, that's pretty clear why you won that award. That's that's what you literally call being on a roll. Um, but having the, the U.S. senior amateur and the Canadian senior amateur back to back within, I think, nine or 10 days, I believe, boy, that had to be some kind of experience. Well, it, it is. And I, it was. And, and I tell you, I'm, I'm still I'm still living it today. Um, <laughs> and I think as as far as far as removed from from those victories, uh, it makes me realize how difficult it, it, it was to do that and how appreciative I am to have done it um, because I'm, I, I, I have to admit after, after the um, United States senior amateur, I had to go to the United States golf association website every single day for two weeks straight, just to confirm I want it. I just, I just couldn't believe it because <laughs> <laughs> I know it was, it was crazy because you know, that's, that's something that you strive to do your whole life. That's, that's, that's the pinnacle. Sure. Whether it's a junior championship or the U.S. Open, which is about to happen in a week or two, uh, or a U.S. Amateur or U.S. Senior Amateur, that's something that you just focus on. And then when it apps and when it happens to you, you're like, "Oh my gosh, did this really happen?" And you know, the year before, I was a quarter finalist, and I'm going to tell you, they don't treat a quarter finalist like they do a, a winner. <laughs> I bet they don't. I bet they don't. They don't. You're not carted off to the to the clubhouse after after you close out your opponent, and and you have some big celebration. You just walk in, thinking, "Hey, I did a great job, and I'm proud of myself." But there's no fanfare. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There's no parade, right? No, there's no parade at all. Yeah. Well, I saw a quote from you about uh, the coolest picture that you'd ever seen taken came from that Canadian senior amateur. What was that all about? You know, that was that was something that um, was totally unexpected. When at the at the awards ceremony, right after the completion of the play, they had it right there on the green uh, at the uh, championship, and they had these Royal Canadian Mounted Police. So they, you know, you're sitting there with this beautiful seventy year old, sixty five or seventy year old trophy, and then these, and then you have the the tournament chairman. And then these two Royal uh, Canadian Mounted Police, which you know they they call them Mounties, they right. come out and with their uh, ceremonial uniforms, with their bright red ceremonial uniforms. I think they're called the the Red Surge. I'm I'm not even sure what they're called to be honest, but it just really looks cool. And that's that kind of their Canadians' national identity is with those Mounties. 
And so when they have those, when you have your picture taken with them, it just really spices things up and it, it's really cool looking. And uh, that's when I made the comment. I said, this is the coolest picture I've ever seen. That that would be special. You know, of all the tournaments that you've uh, won, has there been one that's been more memorable or, or one that was more challenging than the others that you remember? Well, you know, obviously, between the two M, the two national championships that are won, they're they're extremely different. The U.S. Senior Amateur, you're up there at, at the site, which is that was in uh, Marion, Massachusetts. You go to two practice rounds. You have two days of medal play qualifying, and after after two days, I was qualified eight. And then you go into the brackets, and then you've got six more rounds if you make it in, if you win each round. So, you know, that's, that's 10 rounds within eight. A lot days. of golf, a lot that's of a golf. Lot. And then um, I turned around, you know, I, I, that was on the East coast of the United States, but the Canadian was on the West coast over in uh, Alberta. So I had to, I had two days to get out there, play two practice rounds and then four medal play rounds uh, at the, uh, at the site at the Canadian. So, um, you know, it's, it's, they're both memorable, but they're memorable in different ways and they're exhausting <laughs> in different ways too. So what a challenge from, from physical conditioning. I know people laugh sometimes about golfers, you know, they just walk around the course. Well, you walk around that course enough times in, in a short period of time, it's exhausting. Oh yeah. Plus, plus the pressure of every shot that you have to make. Absolutely. And uh, and I'll tell you a funny story with that is my wife, she didn't caddy for me in the United States Senior Amateur, but she walked every single hole. And my wife's name is Jennifer. And and so when we went to the Canadian Senior, um, I chose to walk again. And but you can have pull carts. So after the first, but it was a very hilly course. And after the first day, I was fortunate enough, I decided that, you know, that I was leading, I, I was leading, but I had decided, I said, I want to continue walking, but I'm absolutely exhausted from the week before at the U.S. Senior. So I went back to the hotel and I, she asked me how things went. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm leading. And I said, but I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't think I could uh, continue carrying my bag or, or pulling my bag on this pull cart the next three days. Would you caddy for me? And she reluctantly decided that she would caddy for me. She did a fantastic job, and we ended up pulling that pulling that victory off together. And she played such a vital role in that. Well, I did a poor job researching. If I'd have known that story, I'd have brought that up earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, she she is a she's very supportive, and she's a real trooper. And she is probably the key to my success by far. What does she say when you make one of those bad shots? You don't make many, but uh, they got occasionally you got to have one. All the golfers do. You know, Jennifer, she's so even keel. I mean, she doesn't get she doesn't get upset about anything, or or at least she doesn't display it publicly or even privately to me. And she's just a, a very calming presence uh, all along. You know, for for me, not only in golf but in, in life in general, and and that's help helps because I can sometimes get a little little uh high paced and high, high have a lot of intensity so <laughs> well finally let me ask you this you know balancing work with big big firm that you have there uh family and the, the time commitment that it takes to not just play but the practice that's required to be able to play at the level that you do in as many 
tournaments that you do, it takes a, a lot of work and a lot of discipline. How do you balance all that? I'd have to say it's it's time management. It's, it's really good time management skills. Uh, I value every minute of the day. Uh, I have my schedule. Every, before a day starts, I make sure I know where I'm going to be every minute, every hour of the day. Um, and that, and that helps. And, and it, it takes, it's got to have a very disciplined approach. And a lot of times when I want to, I want to, or maybe we'd like to be doing something else. I know that if I'm going to compete on this national and world stage and, and amateur senior golf, that I'm going to have to, that I'm going to have to, to be disciplined and continue to be disciplined because the people, the guys that I'm playing against, they're, they're that disciplined as well. But I also have a, you know, I have a great home home with Jennifer. My our, my kids, Mackenzie, Taylor, and Anna are all out of the home. Um, they're doing their own thing, and and I've got a great um, uh, office and a, a great president for our, with our company, and and that's that's the key. And I've I've got good people here at our company. Well, I know your tournament schedule picks up uh, pretty rapidly, so I'm not going to take any more of those minutes that you've got planned. Uh, but uh, Rusty, listen, I want to thank you again for, for taking time out of literally your very busy day to be with us and continued success in your business and on the golf course. And uh, now I can look forward to following your tournaments and now with a little bit more of a personal interest now that I really have had a chance to get to, to know you. But uh, thank you for being with us and continued good luck. Well, Jack, thank you very much. And I'm, I hope me, hopefully even at my age, I'm an inspiration to those who, who would like to uh, pursue tournament golf and uh, that want to you know, make, put themselves in good shape and, and enjoy this wonderful game that, that we play and we all love. So thanks for, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Well, folks, thanks for joining us today. And I look forward to having you back with us next week as we spend time with a, another interesting guest. And until then, Make sure that you're being a positive influence in the lives of others.